It's 3 o'clock on the Blitz 1170, and that means it's time for the show with Pop and Colby. I start looking around. I'm like, who wants some of this? I would think you would have a little bit more self-awareness. Yum, yum, give me some. <laughs> Although that might have just ended any and all <laughs> I chances just, of I just killed happened. it. Scott File is alongside trying to keep them on time. It's technically a sports show, but that's debatable. What? Like, you just deserve to not yeah. have penalties Wait. called against you because you're Patrick Mahomes and Andy Reid? Well, while Dan Cooper looks at Rico Dowdle's appendage. Daddy! Oh, look at that! Look at this and look at that! What did you say Candace Bergen looked like? Robocop. <laughs> <laughs> she looked like Peter Weller in the suit. We just want to have fun. Real talk. I've never called my bits little again. <laughs> I've never tasted a peacock. My wife's a, a horse person. Blasting their way across Oklahoma. It's the show with Pop and Colby on the Blitz 1170. How young is too young to have your prostate checked? All right, give me the call letters again. Uh, KTSB, the Blitz 1170. KTSB at the plate and whammy! The Blitz 1170, you betcha. Yo, what's up? Welcome in. It's uh, 301 here on the Blitz 1170. Thank you for tuning in this afternoon here on this Wednesday. My name is Jeremy Poplin. I think Poplin. it is. I hope it is. <laughs> that is Scott File on the opposite side of the glass. And Colby Daniels, the third member of said crew on the show, joins us now live here on the Blitz 1170 and streaming live on the Blitz 1170 app. Fellas, what is going on on this Wednesday? Gentlemen, what's going on? Just avoided a crisis moments oh, ago. Right. Moments ago. Right as you were getting set to come on the air, huh? That's right. That's right. I got a text message from uh, the in-laws who are picking up my son from school today. They ah. forgot the the pickup badge. Oh, no. <laughs> oh, so, no. <laughs> I was in pure panic mode on what we were going to do or if I had to make a phone call, and uh, luckily... We were able to, to sort it out in a very quick manner. So. Did uh, you have to make a call to the school and say, listen, uh, they don't have the badge, but I'm giving you permission to allow my child to go with their grandparents? Y yeah, I, my wife, I think, handled that side of it. So okay. they had texted us both at the same time, and yeah, it was... <laughs> His pure panic mode for a moment. It happens, man. We, uh, we have an app system that we have to use at our school. And you can either scan the QR code when you walk into the door with your app, or you have to have the, a four-digit code. But ahead of time, we have to almost go through, like, nuclear clearance with filling out forms on the other people that we uh, have chosen to potentially have uh, yeah. pick up our daughter. Yeah. And, uh, you know, my mom's on that list, so... Uh, yeah, you gotta have. Everyone has their own separate code. Like my code is different from my wife's code, <laughs> and Grandma has a different code than I have. It's all very. I, I'm thankful for it that they are protective of it. But uh, there has been a time or two where we've gone in there and been like, ah, damn, I'm, 
what's the code? And someone will have to text and be like, all right, all right. You have her name. You know what she looks like. I don't... Again, I'm very thankful that they're at least taking the opportunity to make things safe for the kiddo. So, yeah. Yeah, I would I would much rather jump through hoops to to make something like that happen than the other way around. Crisis adverted. Yeah, uh, yeah. So we got it worked out. And... I remember my cousin back in the day at the daycare that she would stay at. It's weird, like, the things that you remember. My cousin is only, like, three years younger than I am, my first cousin. And the daycare center that she stayed at, I still remember what the password was at that daycare center from all from like thirty years ago now. Like it, longer than that. Hell, I'm way older than that now. Holy cow! Like I still, it was Care Bears. I still remember it to this day. It, there's a part of me that makes me want to drive in and stop in and be like, "Is your passcode still Care Bears?" Just to see if they haven't changed that thing in a while. That might actually get me arrested if I just stop in there and be like, hey, is your passcode Care Bear? <laughs> All right. <laughs> Where's the kids at? How's everyone doing today? Good? Yeah. Scott? Yeah. Good otherwise. Yeah. Good. You uh, you okay after the weekend? I mean, I think you really took the house money thing with the Packers. Oh, yeah. Yeah. How you uh, the big question is, though, how you feeling about Doc Rivers? As your new head coach in Milwaukee. Uh, it's interesting. I mean, he's a Milwaukee guy. He's I mean, a he, snake is what he is. Well, that too. But, I mean, he went to Marquette. So, I mean, he knows. Milwaukee's a sneaky good basketball town. Cream so, City, baby. Yep, Cream City. So, uh, it's going to be interesting. I mean, I don't know. So the Adrian was, Griffin experience was not working. So. so, he was working as a consultant. Adrian Griffin hired him as a consultant, correct? I, yeah, th- I think that's what it was, yeah. And then just magically he gets the gig? I don't know. Something, something a little up with that. I hope Adrian Griffin sp- speaks out loud. And the next thing you know, it's like Doc was trying to cut his legs out from underneath him the minute that he found out that everyone <laughs> wasn't happy. Which and nobody I, would be surprised. And I don't think anyone would be surprised by it at all. Oh, by the way, speaking of basketball, uh, we do need to have a discussion about how uh, Portland is – filing a complaint, grievance, with the league over last night's loss in Oklahoma City. Um, even though Chauncey Billups, I don't think, has really a whole lot of idea about what, what's going on as a head coach, but that's for a little bit later. But this is basketball-related. I have stumbled upon one of my new favorite YouTube pages. I, um, It's no secret... I love the YouTube page that has the two young twins that experience music for the first time. You guys have had to have run across that, right? It's two kids. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. And they, they listen to music from days past for the very first time, and they record what their reaction is to it. And the one that went mega viral was the Phil Collins. Phil Collins in the air tonight. The air tonight. Yeah. It's yeah. awesome. You've seen that, right, Yeah, Scott? that's the one I remember. Yeah. That's a great YouTube channel. They almost have a million subscribers. And they, it's very simplistic idea. Phil Collins was a great one. The other great one that I love that I still get a, a smile on my face to this day is when they watched Belle Biv DeVoe's Poison for the first time. And they loved it so much that both of them downloaded the song on their cell phone at the end of the clip. But they go through so many great songs in the past. And it's really cool to see like young people actually appreciate, maybe it's just for camera, music that has come from the past because... A lot of people have missed out on some absolute bangers. Well, this one is along the same concept as that one. This is young people, sports fans, 
being shown highlight videos of stars of yesteryear. And the one that I stumbled upon was a giant basketball fan that was watching like 30 minutes of Larry Bird clips. And to, oh, and, yes. and to see this kid and the look on his face when he was watching, <laughs> whether you liked Bird or not, Bird was a badass, okay? Like, Bird is... We forget, like, the further that we get away from it and these dumb conversations that we have about who's the goat, who's not, and I, how you could ever even decide on who's the greatest of all time or not, like, Bird gets left out of the combos. Well, Jordan is the greatest of all time, but Bird deserves a lot more credit. But, man, 30 minutes, I, I was sitting there and I, I was laughing at one point out loud. I had a giant smile on my face watching him experience Larry Bird and the greatness that is for the very first time. And he's got an entire series of these that he has. I can't wait to watch, go back and watch him now watch Dr. J highlights that he hadn't seen before. An entire, but it's in the same genre or the same idea and concept as what the two twins were watching music videos and listening to music for the very first time. And mwah. sometimes they say, right, the best ideas are often the simplest that you that you can come up with. And this kid, I think he started doing this three months ago, and he already has close to like 100,000 subscribers of just people jumping on and watching his pure joy. And I got to admit, man, it was pure joy watching him experience Larry Bird for the first time. To see his his reactions of him laughing of Larry That's Bird awesome. like ball fakes, where dudes would fall down on a Larry Bird ball fake, not a crossover where he's crossing them up. No, no, no. Like falling on their ass because of a Larry Bird ball fake. And I, no one sold a ball fake as, as well as Larry Bird has ever, ever in the league. Behind the back, behind the head passes, you name it, some of the big shots that he had. And then they closed it out to re- with Bird's retirement ceremony, which Magic showed up for. Um, and Magic gave him a Magic Johnson autographed jersey that said to the greatest basketball player that's ever lived, uh, thank you for everything, Magic Johnson, and gave it to Larry Bird. And like the, the kid is like in tears at the end of it after just becoming aware of Larry Bird and watching this. So I just had to share with that because a little basketball note here off the top. It was fantastic, and I hope everyone... Uh, that's listening can go and find some of those. If you ever feel down about yourself and just want to laugh and giggle about something that's sports related, you can go and do that. Uh, there are way too many people, unfortunately, that when they talk about Larry Bird, they they talk about him like he was like prime Larry Bird was the bird we saw in the final years of his career. Right? That's right, and, and it wasn't even close. Not even close. He was a shell. Yes. Of prime Larry Bird at that stage. There's no doubt. There's no doubt. I even fell down a TikTok hole the other day of uh, Larry's brother, Eddie Bird, the younger Bird brother. <laughs> it's pretty awesome to see how badass that dude was, too. <laughs> the Bird family could hoop, man. They really, really could freaking hoop. I always love Bird. For me, I don't know what's better, watching his highlights or reading stories about him. You Tra- know, the, the trash talk? Yes, I the, love the infamous the three-point the contest yes. and then the Dream Team stuff. and. I don't know what's better, watching his highlights or reading the stories about him. Like you forget, like in the early stages, uh, and I, I get it, Larry Bird's tall, okay? I, <laughs> newsflash, Larry Bird is six foot nine, so of course he can dunk. But Bird had some hops in the early days. He was athletic, man. <laughs> My man, don't, don't let the whiteness and the, the socks and the shorts and everything else fool you. 
uh, Larry Bird was freaking awesome. So uh, maybe I'll go back and I'll uh, I'll have to go in the production room because that's where I have it favorited. <laughs> I can go back and uh, post that on social media so people could go back and uh, and and check that out. We do have a basketball. Think about Luca in today's NBA and. Bird was way more athletic than Luca. <laughs> oh yeah, before the back just wrecked him. Yeah, yeah. Luca has basically cinder blocks on his feet compared to Larry Bird, <laughs> and, and he's still incredible, and, right? And Luca's fantastic, absolutely. So, so when fantastic. people are like, Bird couldn't play in today's era, get out of here. You're out of your mind, you are. Bird. There are dudes that can translate to every single era, no matter what, and Bird is one of those. And especially now with as, as vital as a three-point shot is in this game. <laughs> Do you know what he might have averaged? A six-foot-nine yeah. wing like like Larry? Stupid numbers. Oh, that can handle the – get out of here. Absolutely phenomenal. And the great thing about it, too, is he was laughing hysterically at – uh, the highlights of dudes that were commenting on Larry about things that Larry would say to them in the middle of the game, like Larry, <laughs> like, like Larry would would lean in and he go, "Hey, I'm just going to let you know, I'm going to come off of this screen and I'm going to catch this here at this elbow, and I'm going to hit the shot in your face. There's nothing that you can do about it. And not only that, I'm going to do it where there's not enough time left on the clock for you guys to be able to get it to the other end of the floor." And the and they showed the highlight, and sure enough, he did it. And then they they flashed back to the player, and he was just had his mouth closed and was shaking his head. And I was just I was in the studio, like crying, laughing at how funny that all of that was. All right, so we have a very basketball intensive, at least certain segments, program for you this afternoon because, well, that went um, pretty much par for the course considering Oklahoma State basketball this year that we saw last night in Stillwater. Uh, an incredibly disappointing performance from the folks in Norman last night with Texas in, uh, in the house and the fact that Porter has a Texas and OSU problem. Only one win, one of nine, between Texas and Oklahoma State when he has played. And last night was a tad bit alarming for the Sooners, and now you get to face a difficult portion of the schedule. It's not like it gets any easier whatsoever at all inside of the conference, but pretty disappointing performances from our teams last night. The one basketball team in the state that is not disappointing is Oklahoma City, who is now first place in the West for the first time since 2014. Uh, we mentioned the Trailblazers. Now they're going to file a protest against the NBA. Yeah, good luck with that one. Sure, sure, they're going to reverse the outcome of that game. Uh, for you, they never do. Portland Trailblazers. No, they they never do at all. We've got lots of NFL to get into, uh, including a segment that I want to do coming up because we didn't really get into it a lot. But can we talk two point conversion when you should, when you shouldn't, and analytics that has people losing their mind and Michael Wilbon going on giant rants and it has really brought back to the attention span of everyone right now. Old school versus new school. And I do think that there are some valid points on both sides that we need to discuss uh, at some point coming up this afternoon. And Colin Kennedy, I believe, has moved to today. Is that correct in the 5 o'clock hour? Yeah, Colin's going to join us at 5 today. Dusty is traveling back from vacation and uh, wasn't going to be able to have an open window to join us today. So he's going to jump on tomorrow instead and Friday. So... A double dose of Dusty to close out the week. Nice. I like it. As we head into 
championship weekend in the National Football League. Uh, I'm going to put the bat signal out for the Big O, too, before we get into championship weekend, whether that be tomorrow or Friday. Love to hear his thoughts on some of the games that we have coming up this weekend. All right, we'll take a time out. We'll come back. Got a snack for you as well coming up at 445 today. Uh, in which we go not sports for just a bit before we dive back into it with Colin Kennedy in the 5 o'clock hour. We'll take a time out. Colby Daniels has the reins when we come back on the opposite side of this break here live from the Tulsa Oilers Hockey Studios here on the Blitz 1170, and we are streaming live on the Blitz 1170 app.